Hi, and welcome to another episode of Loli's Cafe. I'm Loli, and in this episode, we are going to talk about the story of Park Marriages Contract, episodes seven and eight, and there's going to be spoilers ahead, so let's get to them. These last two episodes, I like where the story's going. I like that we see Kang Teha acknowledge his feelings and take life by the horns and say, okay, even if I have this heart condition, I'm going to be with her. I mean, middle of episode eight, right? He was like, no, I can't be with her because of his heart. And the whole thing with him getting maybe ousted from the company and him thinking that she had tried to commit suicide because of the husband, but really she was kidnapped. And I don't know, I thought she had told him, but maybe she hadn't. Maybe that was just something between her and Sawal. And him being able to see his past lives, I don't know what the point of that was. I guess the lady's like, oh, now you can see your repeated fate or whatever, but he's a different person. So I don't know why the fate needs to be repeated. And I guess that's the point whether they can change the fate or not. Now, I think Sawal asking her whether they could stay there or not, I want to think that that they're leaning towards staying in the current timeline. And, you know, we see that in the history book, she disappeared from that history. So she hasn't gone back to the past as far as that timeline, which I know time travel is confusing, right? Because if she had gone to the past, it should appear because it's already happened, but she hasn't. So maybe that means that she doesn't travel to the past. Now, the fact that her little... Bloom is withering. I don't know if that's the time that she has left in this timeline or 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 at all because she was supposed to die in the original timeline. That's it is what it is. Now, Minda Panim, okay, this lady in the past she killed her own son. His heart did deteriorated too quickly, so I don't know if that means if she's somehow been able to poison him somehow. And I guess the Harabaji had let that you what's her name the annoying girl Yuhana stalk him and okay we all knew it was her right sabotaging Park Yun-woo's designs and cutting up the dress she's kind of dumb if she didn't think they could track her like you're not as smart as you seem girl I mean I guess she's a marketing person and maybe not a hacker and like she didn't know there's CCTVs sure Yuhana unclear and I don't know why he would think that that he'd be all with you on the like, do you think he's going to be happy that you almost ruined this thing where his success is hanging on? I was just like, that was pretty dumb for someone to try to demonstrate their love. Maybe she was just so blinded by the fact that she wanted to get somehow Park yun I I don't know, this girl, she really annoys me. I'm just like, just get her off the show. And But I guess that's not going to happen now. There's only two more weekends, right, where we have two more episodes next weekend and then the last two episodes. So it'll get resolved pretty quickly, I think, whether we get it resolved next weekend or in the last episode. I'm not sure. Maybe it'll be like right to the wire, but hopefully they give us some happy moments. Now, I loved her confession to him. I love that she was like, I will cherish you as much as I cherish the choco pies. I mean, that's not a confession to die for. I don't know what it is. 
I love choco pies and that's a pretty big ass. But I love that she said that to him, that, that she compared him to the choco pies. Now, of course, him like rejecting her and hurting her. That's just like, oh my God, this dude. I don't know why she forgave him so is easily. I was kind of with my girl, Sawell, like, hey, you just went back after a couple of days. But I, I understand why she did it. And I do like her that she asked him to be hers. So I, I thought her confession was so sweet. And his confession was, I thought was okay. Not as good as hers because obviously he doesn't have like a chocolate pie. But also brother-in-law's Kantamin's little drawing book. That was really sweet. I'm just like, okay, I really don't want to like this guy, but I do. And he obviously has some kind of his own talent that he has, not just nepotism, right? That while he's there, he's obviously a really good artist and he has good ideas. You know, he helped her with the jumpsuit idea when her dress got trashed by Yuhana or whatever, cut up, which is like, girl, you really didn't do a good job cutting it up. I, I don't know. That girl annoys me. All right. So Sawal and Hong Sung Pyo, Hong Biso kissing. That was also another moment that I enjoyed watching this drama. I think that her telling the little sister, like, yeah, I'm his girlfriend. That's why I'm here. Just good, a good amount of laughs and just a good amount of good feels. Minda Panim and, you know, her in the past. I just wish she wasn't such an evil stepmother. I And, you know, her secretary. I just wish she wasn't so evil. I don't know if because she's a woman and she's like a woman CEO on top of that. Now, Kang Teha saying he's going to change the rules where a family member doesn't have to be the chair. I like that. I think that's going to be popular with shareholders as well as the other executive members because every member is going to think that they have a chance to be the deponim. And I'm really looking forward to seeing that if he does make that happen. he, I think that's going to be a, a really good change, especially he knows, right, his time is limited. So even if he dies, then either the mom or the stepbrother, not stepbrother, half-brother are going to take over. We'll see. Or it could be the sister, right, his aunt, his aunt or the nephew. So maybe grandpa will be like, no, it's going to be this little kid because the little kid Actually, he's really sharp, and I really like the nephew, the little kid. I just really like him, Iso Jun. I I think he's really smart and really sharp. I like that Isi Young told him that she loved the Kang Teha of the present, and that she wasn't really trying to find her dead husband in him, even though she had loved her husband, maybe not so passionately since they just had one night of marriage together and those couple of dates where they met up and of course their childhood connection or whatever. But I like that she told him that, no, she loved the person now. And I like how Hong Biso just told him to go for it. Just, oh, he's oh, what if she can't forget about her? Because I was like, yeah, don't worry about that. Just go for it. And Sawo told her girl the same thing, right? Hey, just go for it. Now, Sawo and Park Jun Woo, just when Sour only. I think that we don't appreciate that so much in the U.S. because it is going from her being so formal to just being her friend and calling her Oni and being like true sister. So I actually thought that was one of my favorite scenes in these past two episodes when Sawa calls calls Parking Wu Oni and she's just like Oni, right? It's just it is a sweet moment. It is almost like 
true love and then just seeing them just enjoy the sea that they had never gotten to see and just enjoying life in general right in the pool and everything is just so sweet right and of course we have this intertwined with stress with Minda Panin is she trying to kill him is she trying to poison him or is she trying to give Park Yun-woo poison to actually give to her own husband to make her the killer. Like this lady is just pure evil. So she's making it really hard for me to defend her and just be like, well, she's a woman CEO and they're trying to take something away from her. It's just like, yeah, lady, can you just... So they're doing a good job of me not being able to, to defend her or anything like that. Now, it's obviously that the Kang family, mean the Panin of the past, she also had... Park Yun-woo killed, right? But it's not clear how that benefited the King family. Now, maybe her becoming like this devoted widow that kills herself does something to boost their status. The angel lady or the lady with the blue eyes, I don't really see what she's doing. It's like, are you actually helping out? Are you not helping out? I guess she's a bystander. It's not clear to me like how she's actually helpful or useful. I mean, I guess she let Kang Teha see his past self and how he died. And now Park Yun Woo knows that he was poisoned, but Kang Teha doesn't know that he was poisoned. So maybe the doctors will find something about why he's poisoned, like his pacemaker's not working. And I feel like they could do another surgery. I, I don't know. There's other ways, but maybe not. Maybe, you know, maybe this is so complicated. Like, I know there's people that have basically not only do they have the pacemaker, they basically have like a built-in defibrillator to make your heart go. Or you could have a heart transplant. So there's different medical ways instead of just death, but we'll see what happens. And, and obviously, he doesn't want to have these things because he's a public figure, but now maybe that he's kind of let go of wanting the title, then it'll make things easier for him. I do like how her mom, okay, it's not really her mom, but Amy Dam, how she's really supportive of her and just supporting Park Yun-woo's growth as a designer and how she's really supporting her to grow. She could have just been like, okay, we're going to pull her designs and just use mine. But no, she was like, no, we can make it work and, and kind of helped her out. And having her do this showcase and the pop-up store, just a really nice support, like a supportive woman supporting another woman. And she is also a woman CEO. So that is also nice to see that we do see these strong women in, in the drama. It's just that one of them's like a psycho killer. But hey, we can't all be perfect. Now, where this drama is going to go, we got four episodes. It, it looked from the previews that we're going to have some, the next episodes are going to be a little bit stress mixed in with this kind of like more lightheartedness stuff, which I think is what we're seeing in these, in most of the episodes. And we're going to find out if they stay or if they go back. Now, she told him that she's in love with his present self. To me, that signifies that she is not going to go back to save her husband. <laughs> Right, because it's a different person. Or maybe they're not. I These reincarnation dramas, I'm really having a hard time about people falling in love with either the past self or the current self, right? Because they're totally different people because they've lived different lives, but somehow they're the same. So I, I'm having a hard time with it. They made it clear she's in love with the Kang Teha of the present. So that's how she's going to stay. And now I couldn't read what, 
appeared in the new book of Amy Dams. So she has the Park family's book. So there appeared to be new stuff. So obviously something happened. So maybe she did go back to the past. I couldn't read that fast. So overall, I think the drama is moving at a nice pace. I saw that the ratings actually went up because I do think that the drama is getting better from the first couple of episodes. I don't know if on the ratings this is actually like a higher rated drama than my demon. And and I think that's maybe because of the actors that are playing in this drama, right? E.C. Young, she's obviously like a super good actor. She did the red sleeve, but she is a very good actress. I hope you guys are enjoying the drama as much as I am. And I hope we get a happy ending, a good resolution that we can live with, with all of the time traveling and liking your husband's reincarnated self. All right. I hope I can make sense of it. All right. I hope you're enjoying the podcast. Make sure to like and subscribe. Thank you.